Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news... All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. A new quarter brings new goals. But what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. I'm Carrie O'Donnell, and I'll be your co-captain on this bumpy boat ride to Mykonos called Lohan Island. A sexy, unique spinoff. God, we are in. Oh my we're God, we are in, in vortex. the vortex. We are in the void right now. I am. We've entered we, the void. We, after some technical difficulties, we are podcasting to you from opposite ends of the country. Yes, 
We're on two we're, separate we're, coasts. We're pulling back the curtain and letting you in. And we are we're representing to you. <laughs> some BTS insider information. <laughs> I am on. I am in Miami for a family affair, and I am in LA on my couch as LA. per usual. I'm in LA. Ever heard of it? Ever it's part of, of my brand. LA today. To me. <laughs> I went to Erewhon today. I got a lentil burger. Your Erewhon journeys have been so like profound lately. Yeah, you told me. You told me about the one you did last week where you saw. Last week I saw Jesse Montana at Erewhon. He was the <laughs> king of Erewhon. Everyone who walked in was friends with him. Would approach him, greet him, say that he how great he looked. I've never seen such a popular person in Erewhon in my life. It, it's like his cheers. Yeah. His haunt. And he lives for Erewhon. And Erewhon, quite frankly, lives for him. Erewhon is so overwhelming. It's intense. I've only been in... I've been in thrice. In your life? Yeah. Wow. I mean, I can't afford it. I mean, me neither. But, like, I just thought... I just figured every L.A. person has been to Erewhon at least 30 times. I know. I walk by it when I go... When I walk to the Grove. Mm -hmm. It's so, like, dark in itself. But, like, I... I feel like the little, like, match girl. Like, looking... To my right and looking in at Erwan and being like, if only I could afford like a $40 salad. It's actually like if you go in and just tell yourself you're going to get one thing from their to go area, then it makes sense. But once yeah. you go above and beyond and add even three things, you're looking at like minimum $40 getting at trying to get out of there. Yeah. I mean, I think I like, I kind of like to suffer and punish myself. So. I I perpetuate the ruse of being, you know, a Charles. Yeah. A Charles. You like Dickens, feeling like Dickens an outsider. <laughs> I I like being a Hans Christian Andersen character. <laughs> I feel like everyone it gives me good motivation. <laughs> You're like I gotta hustle so I can one day make it step through those doors and pay my life savings on air on a lunch on, on a lunch. I feel like my like intuition tells me that everyone at Erewhon is having an interior or an internal financial crisis as they're oh. going through the motions of being at Erewhon. Yeah, it's like a place for like people who are spiraling. Mhm. Mm and I'm into it. Yeah. Like I don't think I think secretly no one can afford Erewhon, but everyone needs to be there. Well, it's like a, it's like a scene. Yeah. Today I realized I mean, too. James my, Corden probably can afford it. James Corden loves Erwan. I mean, he's right next to it, right? Yeah, so he, he loves goes. like sending his assistant to Erwan. Yeah, he, he gets, says, "Just get everything. Just get everything. I don't care. I don't care. Get me get a sandwich. Yeah, get something for yourself. Get something to take home later. Yeah, take get mm -hmm. some takey home. Uh, what is that? What do they call it? <laughs> Takeaway." Takeaway, oh yeah, takeaway. That's what yeah. Lindsay would call it. Takeaway! Takeaway! Takeaway, yes! I realized today at Air One Two that I'm fully dressed. I'm like now LARPing as Polly from Sopranos. <laughs> 
<laughs> like I had a moment because I like got this vintage like Gucci clutch on Etsy and it's like it's you fine. hold it. It's like a it's a pouch. Yeah, it was super cheap too. And so it's like a pouch and it's real, not a fake. And I was holding that. And the last time I was hanging out with my friend, my best friend Christine, a couple nights ago, and I pulled it out of like a tote and she was like, that is very Sopranos, like your club. And I was like, Oh my God, it is. And then today I'm wearing like jogger, like velour tracksuit pants and like a half zip pullover and that like little pouch Iconic. and sneakers. And I was like, I'm full. I've gone full poly. You were like unconsciously Passaic County, Northern Jersey. I'm in. I think the Sopranos is like flooding into your reality. <laughs> I think it is too, because like with that mobster guy getting killed, that was crazy. I didn't read the that's full story, crazy. but crazy. But it was like a QAnon person. It was a like a crazy construction worker who basically, I guess, wanted to date Frank Callie's niece, and then Frankie Callie was like, "No, absolutely not, you fucking idiot!" And then this guy just pulled up to his house in Staten Island and shot him on his front porch. Because everyone thought it was, some people thought it was John Gotti's brother. Yeah, people thought it was a hit, but it was just like a psycho dude who was like pissed and now is like using it to make his like MAGA QAnon like oh stand. God. But I'm like, sorry, like you're going to die in jail. If I went to jail and I saw that guy, I would just kill him <laughs> out of my love for the Sopranos. <laughs> also, yeah. Like, your days are numbered. You're going to get shanked fast. Oh, my God. Because they have so many people on the inside. Yeah. And people will kill him just to, like, get in good with that family. Oh, that guy is fucked. What a dumb... He's fucked. All to take someone's niece out. I want to... Yeah. I love how she had to, like, ask her... Like, he had to ask the uncle for permission. I know. It's really I want to take her out for a pizza. A slice. I just want to take her up for a slice. <laughs> Frankie, just let me take her up. All Come you on, you is- know I mean nothing but respect. I just want to take her out for a slice. For a pizza. Maybe more, <laughs> maybe two pizzas. Maybe a whole pie. But I, you know, I'll have her back by 9.30. He's like, absolutely no way. No way, no how. <laughs> no how are you Not taking my niece out. Not a low life like you, brother. Some construction worker fuck. Stupid ass. And then he retaliated. By shooting him in the fucking face. (laughs) By shooting him ten times. God. What a way to go. It's so Sopranos. Oh! Oh, I just want to take her out. No. What do you think of me? Who do you think I am? Sorry, this is like... (laughs) (laughs) I'm from Jersey and I'm putting my state to shame. You love it. I... So, yeah. Want to hear a fun mob story? Yes, always. So, I'm from, like, suburbs of Philly and South Jersey, which is, like, a... Was... And I think still is, like, a huge mob haven. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think, especially in, like, the late 80s, early 90s, it was way more active. But my, I wasn't even born yet, but my older sister was a baby. I think she was a newborn. So it was like mid to late 80s. And 
my parents were like young parents and this family moved across the street from them. And apparently it was a wife and her kids and they had these big German shepherds in the, in the yard that were just barking all the time. And wow. apparently the, she was the wife of a guy who went to jail. He like took the oath, you know, or pled the fifth. He was a made, a made guy. Oh, yeah. He was, he was, yeah. So he, he was like, went to jail for the, some crime family in Philly and they took care of her, you know? Mm-hmm. And so they like put her up. They, they made sure she had security, you know, and she had these big dogs. So they were barking all the time and they kept my sister up. So one night it got so bad that my dad called the police and this was in no. the town that he grew up in. So he's, you know, he was like a native of the Haddonfield where we grew up. Yeah. They called the police. And I think the guy was someone, a dad of someone that he grew up with. So he like knew him and he was like, you know, can you just go tell them to shut their dogs up? That's keeping us all up. So my dad watched the window. It was like two in the morning. This is what he, this is what they say. So this is just like an urban legend in my family, but I think it actually happened. But he's a cop that my dad knew from growing up. So he's like, oh, he's going to help me. And he saw my, my dad saw him talking to the, the mob wife and she was pointing at my parents' house. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, they talked for like 10 minutes and then the cop came over. And he came to the door and my dad was like, what'd she say about the dogs? And he said, you need to, your tags in your car are expired. You need to get them fixed or you'll get like cited for that. What? And my dad was like, okay. And he didn't say anything about the dogs and he just left. What? So like the cop was like telling him basically to like not fuck with his family. Oh God, I love it. Right, my I dad wanna, like, got so spooked. That's creepy, right? And like the cops were like in bed with them. <sighs> cops, crooked Dirty cops. cops, crooked cops. Taking for a hey. pizza. What about the dogs? They're just dogs. They're just dogs. Let I'm him bark. Dogs. Let him bark at the moon. Why don't you go tell him about his expired tags? Go tell oh. him about his tags. I see his tags <laughs> over there. Should I lean into my poly LARPing and just yeah. dot put get like uh gray wings in my hair? You should just fully join a crime syndicate. I'm feeling like that would be amazing and fun until it's truly not fun at all. Until it's horrifying. Until it's horrifying and I every night ask myself, what have I done? Can I tell you another South Jersey thing and then we'll get into yes. Lindsay? Yes, I, please. So uh, a friend of mine growing up, his mom was a clown. Like she was a mm-hmm. party clown and she was like an artist and she was actually really great, but she was like a high caliber party clown in South Jersey. And Cheek. This, this Where's the doc about her? I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm in. I'm all in. She was great, but she she became like the go to party clown for the Mer for the, I'm not gonna say their names, I'm afraid, but for this big crime family a mob family in philly like the biggest mob family in philly she was mm-hmm. there she was like their go-to clown for their kids birthdays so she like got would always get the call and be like all right i'm going over to the you know to their house and they always used her oh my god fun what a what a great like movie that could be that's a really good just like side thing. Like I don't want to be I don't really want to be doing the crimes or anything like that. But I'm down to hang sometime. You know yeah. I mean? Or I could, 
I would do like social media for them. <laughs> Love that. For their like, uh, you know, waste management companies. Yeah. You're like, we got all the waste. We take, we're picking up we're the managing- trash, trash day. <laughs> <laughs> leave your, <laughs> don't forget leave- to leave your bins at the curb. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it's trash day. That's like all caps. Trash day. Day. Trash day. Trash day. We're managing Take waste. your bins out. We're managing We're picking it. it up. Try Wait. and make sure all your trash is in bags. No one of the, loose one of, garbage. <laughs> one of the tweets is just trash. Waste. Waste. We you got waste. We, we manage, manage it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I would love that social use, media account. <laughs> and they use like they like suggest which tra- which garbage bags to use. <laughs> yeah, they're like, don't forget if you're simple. If you're simple, what are those really expensive uh, garbage cans? Oh, I don't. There's I know like what you're simple. About. I have one. It was like two hundred dollars. It was like two hundred seventy nine dollars. I was like, "How is a garbage can this fucking expensive?" You might say to yourself, "How is this? How is a garbage can this fucking expensive?" But I'm telling you, it's worth it. It's worth it. It's top notch. You'll have it for life. But top if you get the notification bin. that your bin that your liners are running out, don't forget you better order them on Amazon. Stat. <laughs> Give yourself at least two days before garbage day. <laughs> <laughs> One tweet is just high caliber bins. High caliber bins. These bins fell off the back of a truck. Making hey! these bins make our <laughs> lives easier and make your lives easier. When I lived in Brooklyn, <laughs> they used, I used to watch those like local. If I was watching like an award show or something, they would have like mm-hmm. local Brooklyn commercials, and they were always like some guy yelling at you to come to his like, you know, yeah, pa- pawn shop, and like. You know, bedside. They He's like, love Come on to down. yell. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> we're out here. Yeah, we're out here in uh, Coney Island. Just come on down to uh, Giovanni's Pond. Ponds are us. <laughs> Why do commercial people love to scream at you? <laughs> I don't know. Who invented the sc- commercial scream? Like some Italian guy in Brooklyn, and then everyone just copied him. <laughs> yeah, some car dealership. I think when I'm in New York, I'm going to be in New York in the first week of May. I'm going to do a Sopranos tour, like oh, you pay, have to. like do the like bus tour that takes you all around. You have to apparently. Go I've got to go. I've got to get to Jersey. That's like where <laughs> I will achieve my final form. <laughs> I've got to get to Jersey. I've got to get to Jersey. She said. Got to get to Jersey. She said. Well, hop on the bus, honey, and we'll speed over the bridge. <laughs> I gotta get uh, to Jersey, and then you're like leaning out the window of the bus with like holding onto your hat. Yeah, like flies across the bridge. I'm like, wow! I'm like SJP on yeah. Instagram, discovering Jersey. I'm like, oh, it's beautiful. Do oh you see God. it, Matthew? Do you see it? It's Matthew. Jersey. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's so humbling. That's what you say. It is Jersey. so humbling. It's so humbling. <laughs> it's so humbling. <laughs> <gasps> oh is that i see it over there oh. <laughs> oh 
It's yes, Clint- yes, Matthew, exactly. Edison, New Jersey. <laughs> What's the best city in Jersey? Mm, it's hard. <laughs> I guess like city, city, like the most fun and darkest is Atlantic City. Mm-mm. Um, probably the prettiest is God. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, where does Sopranos? What city is that supposed to be in? That's like that's like true like bridge and tunnels. Like I think it's. Uh, like Patterson area or like because it's like right next door to New York. Yeah, it's like it's really right where like the Real Housewives of New Jersey took place. It's like oh chic. It's like right over like near like Fort Lee, but it's like really nice. Like there, North Jersey is really nice. Like everyone thinks Jersey is like a shithole, and it's like it's actually like a gorgeous state. And I'm not just saying that because I'm from there, but it's a very I dear- love it geographically diverse state there's mountains in the north where i'm from like 20 minutes east of me it's all farmlands and pine barrens it's like weird as fuck great i love that yeah and then there's I'm trenton being called home you are you're like maybe supposed to live in jersey for like a day i think so yeah <laughs> Just for, for an day. hour or two yeah <laughs> Here I come. Whatever. <laughs> here I come, moving to Jersey. Wow, it's beautiful here. I lived a whole life here in a matter go. of hours. How to go? The road home. The road is calling me elsewhere. <laughs> it's time for me to spread my wings <laughs> and fly you, like a duck. <laughs> what if you like move to like Jersey City and we're there for like literally twelve hours and we're like, well, I've done what I was supposed to do here. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for me to go. <laughs> <laughs> and you just go back to LA. Yeah. And I t- always talk about that time. Like, well, when I lived in Jersey, it was like, <laughs> it was really intense. Jersey City is really cool. You should, you could go there. It's right across the Hudson. Cool. It's like, it's like oh, and Hoboken's really cool. Hobo. I love that. Na- the name Hoboken really does Hoboken, a lot for me. It's like right. You can see the whole skyline of Manhattan. It's very hipster, like not hipster. It's like very young. A lot of like college kids live there, but it's, it's really cute and fun. Love. Yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready to have like a springtime in New Jersey. I'm a Jersey girl. You're a Jersey girl. Damn it. From Oklahoma. (laughs) I have an Oklahoma, Oklahoma spirit. New Jersey by way of, (laughs) by way of OKC. Oklahoma spirit, New Jersey heart. Jersey girl at heart. I'm going to get New Jersey merch. Like I'm all fucking in. Get New Jersey what about, tattooed on your clavicle. Yeah. What about what? Full homage. Uh, I want to know if any readers have good mafia stories they need to email. Eric, I mean, I'm sure Lindsay knows some. I'm sure she does. She's had, like, I think she knows. Well, A, the Long Island connection, but then also now, like, Russia connection. Oh. Lindsay is Sharon Stone in Casino. Oh, my God, she is. Yeah. As a as But it's, like, sadder. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Not as glam. She was more glamorous. Yeah. Sharon really had it going on. But Lindsay is, like, they are one. God, what a great movie. Truly great. What's your favorite mob movie? 
Probably. It's a toss up between Casino or Goodfellas. Yeah. I like the like Godfather they just part two. Yeah. Oh, but Godfather part one is a great one too. Like, I feel like that's maybe the best movie of all time. Yeah. Part two it's, is also incredible. Part three is, we won't talk part about three, part three. <laughs> that was the one that the first one I ever saw. And I actually loved it when I saw it. Cause I loved Sofia Coppola and I was probably, I was in middle school and I watched it at my piano teacher's house waiting for my piano lesson and I just saw the last 30 minutes when she dies. Spoiler alert. And then and that, she goes, Dad? Dad? And Daddy? then falls over. And I was like, this is the most cinematic thing I've ever seen. And he just I said goes, to myself. Ah! Yeah. And goes, oh, God! Oh! <laughs> and then, and then, and then uh, Michael Corleone's sister goes, Kay! Diane's name is Kay. And Kay yeah. just goes, ah! <laughs> <laughs> oh! And everyone's just like on the steps screaming. Wailing, going, oh! Like, just like so operatic. Yeah. I love. It's, actually good it's my dream. I would love to be in a movie and just my whole scene is like wailing. And Registering someone's it. death. Yeah. She is? Yeah. I see, I've only, I think I've only seen the last like half hour. Oh, yeah. She has like a tryst with Andy Garcia. Oh my fucking God. Okay. I'm like, I'm watching that like yeah. tonight. Watch it tonight. Diane's falling back and just like guttural, like, Open mouth scream is like me waking up every day. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> every day with like crippling anxiety where you're just hoping to wake up and feel like good. But yeah. then you realize like you still have like the anxious reds and then you're just go full K on the steps. <laughs> go full K. <laughs> K! That's, ah! that's, that's us. Normally watching <laughs> Lohan Island together. That's like I'm <laughs> Diane are. Keaton and you're Talia. <laughs> you're Talia Sure consoling me, just going K, and I'm going no K. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> it was a really bizarre waking up today and watching Lindsay Lohan's Beach Club first thing in the morning. Alone and alone. Did not watch alone. I mean, if you're no, watching, no, it does not. It doesn't not work. To, not to judge anyone who's watching it alone, <laughs> but you need someone for support. Yeah. Like I kept looking over, found myself looking over, like waiting for you to say something, but then there was just silence and it was like just me and the VIP ambassadors and Lilo. Lee. I mean, this episode is, is actually the penultimate episode. Yeah, we're finally here. <laughs> we're finally I thought, here. Still thought, I still thought this was the last episode, so I watched the whole thing thinking it was the finale. I <laughs> and did then, too. <laughs> and then I was like, there's another one? Like, I can't wrap my... I just, like, can't spatially understand this show. They really are milking this for all it's worth. Also, like, time has become meaningless oh. in the world of Mykonos. 
VIP like, ambassadors have no grasp on time. Like someone's telling me, someone was telling me that on the show they were like, "Oh, we're leaving tomorrow night." No, Janita says we're leaving tomorrow night. I can't believe it. And then again <laughs> later she goes, "I just want to. I think you should just enjoy the rest of you know your days last, here, the last few days here." And I'm like, "Wait, wait, wait!" <laughs> you I know, said when they were growing. <laughs> I was like, wait, am I going crazy? I I was about to like pop a Zan because I was truly like, I've lost, like now I've lost it. Now I've I've really done it. I've (laughs) lost my marbles. I've done lost my marbles. But she, Janita, 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 Janita. Yeah. She's a master manipulator. Yeah. This episode was, was just like, Oh God, make it end at this point. It's like, I I love to, (laughs) they had to call in the troops, like from another very successful reality TV show to like take the reins because this show just like couldn't exist anymore. They outsource. I've never seen a reality show outsource another reality show in such a way for talent. They're desperate. (laughs) They're desperate for something. Like, I guess it's like, oh, well, I, I guess they're really banking on the European audience. I guess. Well, does right anyone in Europe watch the show? If I you're a reader listening Europe, and you're in Europe, identify yourself. Show yourself. And tell us what the tell us how the market is responding to Lohan Beach Club. I mean, Club. I think she's really big in Europe. So is she hugely famous in Europe? I mean, that could be a completely false statement, and I'm speaking on behalf of Europeans, and I shouldn't be, but I feel like she is more relevant there than here. Do they still think of her as, like, A-list celebrity, like, exciting new talent? I mean, she conned her way into getting nightclubs named after her. Yeah, but that's like in Greece. I feel like she just found like the most unstable economy and was like, this is where I will build my empire. <laughs> this is where I will build my empire. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, going back to Janita. So the episode starts with Sarah. It's like the night after that, like all day yacht fest. Where yeah, Sarah the boat and Sarah holding a cocktail in hand. Like, hungover as fuck, like, maybe still drunk, lunges at Janita, who's, like, literally just waking up. Like, the cameras are in her face, and she's, like, she has, like, the eye crust that you have when you're, like, just waking up. Yeah. I'm, like, this poor woman does not need to be filmed at this. And Sarah just, like, has her clanking ice and is hovering over her going, oh, my God. So, like, I feel, like, kind of crazy that I'm jumping immediately into something with Billy. And Janita's, like, oh, my God, I want to die. Yeah, like Janita, she's like rumpled. Her face, her covers are pulled com- entirely around her head in like a protective <laughs> womb. She's like, it's like E.T. in the bike. With like the, it's E.T. <laughs> that's how you feel after a night like that. And the yeah, last thing- and also with cameras around, you go full E.T. on the bike. <laughs> and, and Billy and also. <laughs> Billy what? Billy also like thinks he's Sarah's boyfriend. There, I was, I was thinking like, I mean, I don't want to skip too too far ahead, but like later when he's at the nightclub, like I was yeah. thinking these people act like they're literally in middle school. You know how like people were dating in middle school, like 
Like, yeah. And you'd say like, Oh, I'm dating. I'm going out. They, it's not dating, but you're like, I'm going out with Daniel. Yeah. I'm going out with Tanya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We're going out. Like going out where you literally go <laughs> to school and go home, <laughs> but you're like going out. You're always like going out with someone. It's like, uh, it's like at a middle school dance when like someone's like slow dancing with someone and like everyone surrounds and watches them. Mm-hmm. And then, and then someone's like getting fingered and like, the auditorium in the dark, like while everyone's at the, in the gym. Amazing. But, yeah. <laughs> like they use, they use like their version of going out is talking to. Like, like he was just like talking to Sarah. He was just beginning to like talk to Sarah. But it's Sarah, like, you guys don't have to be together. You're also leaving. Like, why are you acting like you're together? Like, why is I, anyone acting like anything? Sarah, I don't, I'm like over Sarah I, completely, completely over Sarah. I'm like, I, I could, I, like, I could never see her again and be totally chill. When I was writing notes about this, I like wrote that down. I was like, I'm done. She's, Sarah is not part of my brand anymore. No, I just, I can't relate to her. And she's just full on, like, has no, I'm sorry to say this, but she, it's like, she doesn't have a sense of herself. So she needs to just like, to be interesting, she needs to just create emotional drama like in a real you know what i mean like it's like yeah she has nothing to offer except for boy drama and it's like you're a grown woman like get a personality that exists outside of whatever relationship you're in and it's you're not likes you you made out with someone on on like a non-yacht yeah (laughs) it's not you're not in something i feel like janita is depressed that sarah and billy are together yeah I do too. That's also why she's gone ET in the bicycle. Yeah, she's like she's she's sad because she she wants like single Sarah time. She wants to like party with single Sarah back in LA and like mm-hmm. hang out with her. And I feel like Sarah's Sarah's not getting the memo, and Janita's realizing that Sarah will never give her what her heart truly desires. Yeah. I feel like Janita's like, oh, we're gonna be we're gonna be like yucking it up back in LA and Sarah's probably like never going to call her again. Mm-hmm. I feel like I mean? they're kind of having like a Carol esque, like, yeah. Yeah. They're having like a summer camp friendship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll keep in touch. No, no. Sarah's just going to Sarah's the kind of friend that just calls you and you're like, Hey, what's up? And instead of saying like, how are you? She just launches into like all her boy drama and talks about men like using their first names as if you know them. (laughs) My number one pet peeve. And then just goes in monologue. Yeah. And then just monologues about that. And at once your advice, like you actually know what's going on when you know, you don't know who she's even talking about. (laughs) Yeah. She's like immediately is like, yeah. So like the Kellen thing is just continues to be so messy and yeah and you're like, it's like you're like wait and, and then she speaks over you and she's like yeah so it just yesterday i was at this bar and, and then you're just like okay who's kellen again is it is it roy no yeah like what are you talking about like who, like who is Ralph? this and she's like ted you know <laughs> god wait i thought what? it was kellen 
no. And she's like, no, try and keep up. So Ted was like texting me and he like asked me to go meet him. But like, I don't really want to do it because like Adam is. (laughs) And you're just like, who is this cast of characters? Like, I haven't seen you in months. And every time you call me, you just launch into this shit. You're like, my cat died. And and she's like, she's not even like, oh, yeah, sorry. Uh, So like, yeah. So like Ted and Adam were both texting me. Oh, she's like Johnny has a cat. It's really cute. Anyways, so. <laughs> oh my god, yeah, Johnny's cat died. Or like, you're like, oh yeah, Jason's cat died, and you're like, who? So anyway, <laughs> you're just always asking who, what, where, when, Who's and she'll Jason? answer none of those questions. Who are we talking about right now? Oh my god, uh, Andy. He is a dog, though, and that dog, like, won't stop barking. It's pretty crazy. You're, like, it's like Scrabble when everything's poured out into, like, the thing. You're, like, trying to, like, piece things together. It's like you have, like, a full, like, Harry Matheson and Homeland word. (laughs) Yeah. And then, like, she asks for advice on, like, what to do, and you tell her, like, you do your best to try and, like, guide her into some sort of sensible direction, but then she just keeps asking the same question over and over. Like, you know, when you tell people, like, one thing, and you're like, no, I just think you should, like, you know, meditate and maybe journal a little bit, and, like, it's gonna get better, but, like, definitely don't talk to him. And they're like, ugh, but I'm like, what should I do? Like, I don't know what to do. Like, should I yeah. fucking talk and you're like no i literally just told you what to do and you get so stressed because then it's like they're gonna get mad at you yeah i'm like are you listening like can you at least just acknowledge like repeat back to me what i said to you so i know that you heard what i said so sarah is immediately now on to billy yeah she's having billy drama they've been together they're not even together like saying they've been together is honoring her delusions so they made out on a boat and she, like, they're leaving the next day. So she, she's getting into like a full relationship <laughs> knowing that she's going to be leaving in, like, 36 hours. Yeah. Also, then Panos calls the gang from a hotel, like, a random hotel room. Uh, wearing a yellow hat. I know, where was he? <laughs> where was he? What hotel was he, goes, he at? Like, and he goes, and Gabby's like, "Hi, it's Gabby." And he goes, "I know it's you. <laughs> I know it's you, Gabby. I know it's you, Gabby." She's like, "Okay, sorry." And he's like, <laughs> "Anyway, we have very exciting news for you." And I am so ex- like, he is so excited about this. And he's, he goes, "This is the most excited he's ever been." And he goes, "The cast, two members of the cast from Geordie Shore, are coming to Mykonos to Loham Beach Club." And everyone literally goes, who? And he goes, <laughs> he goes, what the fuck is wrong with all of you? Do you not even know the show? And then it does like a, he's, like a refresher. He screams at Gabby. He's yeah. so, he's like, he God goes, damn it. He goes, George is sure, you fucking idiot. <laughs> like he literally so cursed her out. And like it had to bleep out what he said. He like verbally abused her for not knowing what Jordy Shore is. So if you want to get in with Parnos, all you have to do is like mention Jordy Shore. And he like opens up to you immediately. He was so excited about it. And he then explained, like, he explains who Nathan and Sophie are. They're like the snooky and gay J Wow of Jordy Shore. And is Nathan gay? 
I mean, I didn't, I couldn't understand. I didn't know what he was saying. I couldn't understand a word he said. I think he was. But and then I was like, is I mean, he, he gay wore, or is he wore, this just like... He wore colored contacts. And, yeah, and he was he very, like, be- manicured. But he could also, like, these people from Manchester that are on the show, like, you, it's how do you even know? I guess that's true. But, I mean, he, he requested a gay attendant and a straight one. Maybe he's... Mm-hmm. Maybe he's bi. I just thought, like, he wanted to have, like... Like I was also, I'm like, what are these intake forms that you're filling out where you request like? It's like a your, preference sheet. Yeah, for like, but, like a yacht. Can, but like their sexual orientation, like you can request preferences oh, of other people's sexual orientation. That? that was weird. Well, so so basically, so they're coming to Jordy Jordy Shore. Harnos is like, they're you know they have millions of followers. Everyone in Europe's obsessed with them. We have to, if they tell people to come here, then we'll get like huge, you know, a huge influx of clients. So you have to be in your best behavior. So everyone's like, okay. But also, is Jordy Shore part of the Lohan brand? Like, is that the, that the caliber of people that they want coming to these beach clubs? Absolutely. I mean, this is, this is like. I was just confused because I thought that they were going for like high end, like beach club. I don't know what they're going for, but I guess they just want money. So whatever is going to make them the most money, the fastest is probably what they're into. I mean, I think they're like into like Euro trash. I love that. Maybe. Jordy Shaw, you fucking idiot. Jordy Shaw, you fucking idiot. And then Lindsay, (laughs) Lindsay in her one-on-one goes, so Jordy Shaw is coming. And it's like, she just refers to both of them, two people, as Jordy Shore. <laughs> she probably, she probably she thought. thinks that they are just a person named Jordy Shore. Oh yes, I know Jordy Shore. Oh yes, I I work with Jordy Shore many <laughs> times. I know him related to Polly Shore. Yes, he is great. He is great. He's great. I meet him in L.A. Like she's like, oh yes, Jordy Shore. Like. Harness was like Jordy Shore, and she's like, "Oh yes, I know him." <laughs> Jordy Shore, so Jordy Shore is coming. I was like, Lindsay, what are you saying? <laughs> she thinks it's a singular person. So Jordy Shore is coming. <laughs> oh, Jordy Shore is coming. Oh, oh and, <laughs> and like. Part of their challenge is not only that they have to like tend to them in the cabana, but they also have to make them dinner. Yeah. So at they, their own they, house. They, so, you know, it's coming out of the wire. They're only going to pick four people in, out of the, the ambassadors to stay on and like work with the Lohan brand. And, and Parnos also, he's not clear on like what the job is that they're going to be hired for. He goes, we have some office positions. We have social like social media. A, and also waiter waitress it's like those are so different from each other and like yeah. what about job has let you know who know. would be good at this <laughs> <laughs> like what <laughs> did the producer know like start like harming themselves at this point oh, how yeah. did they deal it's full on like they don't care any- they're like just trolling these people 
Yeah, they're like, okay, say whatever. Like, let's go. We have 36 hours left here. Just say whatever you want. So he divides them up. And so he has Janita, Brent, Kyle, and May stay behind to cook food for these people. For Nathan and uh, Sophie, who will be coming later that night. And then the rest of them have to go and cater to them. So you're kind of already thinking, like, are the people staying behind the people that he they don't want? But then Brent's with them. So, and we know yeah. that they, like, have a hard-on for Brent, so. And I thought that they were saying, I didn't catch the, like, that they had to make dinner for them. I thought that they were going to have a dinner. This is why I thought this was, like, the finale, because they said... Lindsay and I want to have dinner with you and have four envelopes. And I was like, Oh my God, they're four envelopes dinner. This must be the finale. And then they went to the grocery store and I was like, why the fuck are they grocery shopping? Like filling up carts with groceries when they're here for like less than a day. I was just like, so confused. Yeah. I, scared. I, 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 was, I was kind of frightened too. I mean, they, yeah. So they go to like a BJ's or like, you know, like Costco and, and Mykonos and they're just back to Ralph's. <laughs> they're they're going to Vaughn's and they're piling up on, on groceries and Kyle is like still trying to bring Brent into the guys group and like try to he's you know, we're only as strong yeah. as our weakest player, like blah blah blah. And he's gonna give another shot. Yeah. But Brent is like and he seems kind of receptive to Kyle like he's like maybe cooling off. And then as mm-hmm. soon as they get to the grocery store, Janita tells Brent about how, oh wait, they go out first. Oh yeah, they we go out. Totally gloss over that. Oh, we gotta get into this. So, okay. Sarah they- and Billy are canoodling in a corner somewhere, whispering about how sexy they think he, the other person is. And how into each other they've been the whole time. Yeah, and like they're so glad that they're finally getting this moment to like make their feelings known. Yeah, and everyone goes out, but Janita and Steris stay home to continue their tortured Carol romance. Yeah, they're like Janita's unrequited flame. And when I was in boarding school, these two, one of my friends, two of my friends, had a full blown lesbian affair with each other, and they were living in the same dorm. And they would always just go sick to bed together and they would hang out all the time and no one really thought anything about it. But their whole move was like they'd be sick in bed together and then just like hang out and lay in each other's bunk beds. But it was like everyone was pretty touchy feely there. So no one thought about it. And then it got like exposed that they were just like continue carrying on like a full blown wow. sexual relationship, which how is chic. It, how did it like transpire? Um, it transpired with like a lot of drama. Like they were both tabled, taken out of their, like moved out of, into separate dorms. And then like no one knew what was happening and everyone was very like secretive about it and like hush hush. And then we had to have a forum, like a group therapy session where they had to like come clean to like a bunch of other girls that they were like hooking up and then they just like got punished for it. And it was felt really weird. For being gay. <laughs> yeah. Like anytime that like two same sex people hooked up, they treated it very like shamefully. Wow. That's some yeah. lost and delirious shit. It was pretty wild. Have you seen Sarah that movie? And Janina. No. What is that movie? It's with uh, Piper Parabo from Coyote Ugly and like all those movies. Love and her. The girl who played uh, Don Draper's second, Jessica Pare. 
mm-hmm. and and Misha, and, <gasps> and there were like these girls at a Canadian boarding school in like French French Canada, and uh, Piper Parabo and Jessica Paré have like a lesbian affair, like the one you just described, and then Misha's their roommate, who's like a mousy, like quiet girl, and then their relationship gets exposed, and it's like drama. Oh my god, I have to watch that too. It's great. You would love it. Okay, I'm, that's on my list in addition to Godfather 3. Yeah, Lost and Delirious. Um, Lost so anyways, and Delirious. So Sarah and Janita stay home and the crew goes out and they get, they get like paralyzed. They're so drunk. Like they're just like, they're slurring their words. They're borderline like comatose. Yeah, and, and why did we wait so long for them to be allowed to go out at night in Mykonos? I know, they never like really went out. They went out two times. One time they were ambushed by Lindsay. So that really killed like their getting drunk boner to have yeah. Lindsay and Parnos like staring at them through a mini window. Because it's then, not like, about going out. It's about working. And then this time it's like, wait, how have we not been doing this the entire time? That's like the whole basis for these types of shows. It's so weird. And I feel like they're like doing GHB or something because they're like, they're all like nodding out. It's like really <laughs> fucked up. They're like yeah. swirling their tits off. <laughs> <laughs> and uh billy you know they're just like they're just flirting and like they're in another country and billy like makes out with a girl that he thinks is cute and everyone gets so judgmental of him yeah and it's like you have billy's back like pretty hardcore i no i don't because then he then he gets really annoying i'm not i don't i think he's a fuck boy but i'm like okay none of you are you're all leaving in two days like it's not like he's like been dating sarah the whole time you know yeah and he like i mean i don't know what did you think about it aristotle was not having it no no i mean it was it was lame like it was lame to do because they just like had been canoodling and like be a little more discreet about it but the way everyone reacted was like a little extreme i thought yeah they made a lot of drama about it. it was just a dumb it's like I just don't like it when someone says something and then acts in a totally different way. Yeah, that that part is like kind of creepy and like that it's that makes me think twice. But then also the fact that he would just do that in front of Brent, it's like you're just giving this fucking asshole like yeah. ammunition to get like to become even more of an asshole. Oh yeah, Brent told Janita. I'm sorry, my brain was scrambled. Brent because Brent was no, there, Janita wasn't there. But yeah, I think it was it was it was super lame of him and like kind of piggish. But I just meant like how everyone was reacting. It shouldn't be that big of a deal. Everyone was just I agree with you there. I wanted I wanted to just be like all of you are are insane people because you've been you've known each other for a month. Sarah and you don't need to be in a relationship. She should not have been in a relationship with Brent. None of you need to be like investing as much. Like I wanted to just like pause it and be like this is stupid and doesn't mean anything and you all need to go home and take naps yeah that's what i meant by like i thought it was like kind of crazy that everyone reacted like they were all like how could you do this and i don't know i mean they were just wrong. why does everyone like love sarah so much that's what i'm it's like <laughs> i i don't i don't know are we like what in do the they wrong? see in her i have no idea like i don't i truly am just like are we crazy? I'm not a fan. I don't think so. She's like the cool girl that like everyone talks. And it's like, I just don't get it. Like, I think Gabby's no. cool. I think Gabby's cool, too. I think Janita's, I think Janita's cool. cool. Like, they're my it girls. Janita Sarah punching isn't... Gabby, side note, feels like 
a year ago. Oh my god. Can you believe they've only all of this only happened in a month and a half? Was that how long they were there? Yeah. Wow. But um They've really been through a lot together. They've been through so much. But yeah, Billy like did was did a fuckboy thing. But everyone I just the ex- everyone has like the extremity of like a sixth grader on like a yeah. on like a, a chorus trip. Like to I don't know. <laughs> They're like, but Sarah was going out with Billy. Yeah, that's what and I now meant. Now Billy's going out with someone else. Billy's fully dating this girl at the nightclub, and it's so unbelievably mean what he did to Sarah. Like, how could he? So he literally did nothing. He also like kissed that girl on the cheek. Yeah, it was it was really weird, and I mean, I think he's. I still think he's he's kind of a creep, and I was like, I thought he was really sweet and disarming, and then I was soon to be fooled by that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so everyone gets mad at him. He's really nervous about how Sarah will react. He's like terrified. Is- uh, Aristotle gives him a side eye in the van. Like the next day when they all go to the club, Yeah, he gets in the van and he's holding hands with Sarah and Aristotle just looks down and like scowls. He's so Aristotle is like, you know, fool me once. Shame on me. Mm-hmm. Fool me twice. I'm going to give you a side eye in a van. Yeah. Aristotle is a stand-up guy. He is. He just He's... wants to make his silly YouTube videos. And settle down. And settle down. With a woman who loves guys who love socks. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, they, the next day, it's, like, awkward because Billy thinks Sarah is going to get mad at him. And they head to the club, right? Yeah, they go to the club and the Jordy Shore is about to arrive. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched if I do say so myself. I've noticed that. And I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream, is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. 
This year, love your skin again. Go to dimebeautyco.com now and unlock your discount. That's dimebeautyco.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Wait, can we also remember that Brent asked, Brent is like, I just wanted to point this out when they were going to the club the night before, Brent said that he wants to go out and get drunk because he doesn't feel like he doesn't want to conversate with anyone in the house. Did you hear him say that? Oh, no, I didn't catch that. <laughs> Classic like, Brent. And and then he said, um, how much are hookers in Greece? And everyone went free. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the sex work shaming. Yeah. I was mad about that. I was I was not pleased with that. Yeah. I was like, come on, guys. Come on. Um anyway. I just love Brent trying to use like a big word. I like every time I see his face, my skin crawls. Yeah, he is he is this month and a half at Mykonos has not been good for his skin. It hasn't been good for Mykonos. No. A pestilence. Like I feel like Many farmers, like, crops died inexplicably in the month and a half that Brent was on their island. Yeah. And, like, no one has really connected it back to his presence, but I'm here to tell you. It's Brent. Like, it's burnt. it was Brent. <laughs> it was burnt. <laughs> but uh, inexplicably on other islands, the same thing was happening on Yaya's Island. A farm near her shriveled up and died, too, so... Yeah, a farm near her, like, exploded. Yeah. So Brent, Brent's pestilence has spread throughout the Greek islands. Yeah. I um, feel like the economy, like, Greece's economical collapse was somehow due to Brent. Like, knowing that Brent was eventually going to be there, like, the gods 
punished the islands. It did. Brent just wants to mm-hmm. conversate and like get drunk. And yeah. the gods have other plans. They want to light fields on fire. They want to light fields on fire and like battle the sea witch. The sea witch made one appearance in this episode. Yeah, she was smiling to herself, very <laughs> happy to be back on her throne. She knows it's over soon. Yeah. And there plus there were lots of kids around, as we find out later. Oh my god. So so, so they get to the beach. She was and happy about that. Harnos comes out and he brings the preference sheets that Nathan and Sophie have prepared for everyone. And so apparently Sophie made it clear that she doesn't like bi guys. <laughs> Sophie I love writing that down. You know it was a producer. Yeah. But they the gave it to Mike, like, of course. Yeah, and Mike is immediately triggered, and he gets yeah. triggered and goes to a really like dark place. Oh, so this was so Mike is in charge of like Ari and Alex are in charge of like schmoozing with them. Yeah. And like being sexy and alluring. And then Mike's is like basically <laughs> they like make him the gay jester. And yeah, he has to just and like he, party. He makes himself to like he decides to assign himself the job of like seducing both of them. Yeah, like no one told him to do that, but he he does anyway. Yeah, and, he went into like kind of like I just reminded me of his past as like a sex worker. Like yeah. he reacted in kind of the same way where it's like he's like his pattern is to force himself into some sort of like sex work. Yeah, whether whether it's asked of him or not. Yeah, and I just felt bad for him because I was like, no, you don't have to do this. And then well, also, it just got worse and worse. Also, he's like, and then he's like, oh, well, I'll just like, I'll butch it up. I'll, I'll play straight. I can do that. And it just felt really weird and false. And I know it was like a joke, but like it wasn't. It was like very, it was bizarre and unnecessary. And I felt like, like it was sad to see him doing that because it's, it was like, wait, you just spent, I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it made me kind of bum. Yeah. Even if he was kidding around, like, it bummed me out. Yeah, the whole thing bummed me out. Because I thought of him as being, like, a little more self-aware or having more self-respect, I guess. And then yeah. it just melted away and the dark and, truth was revealed. But also they made him take, like, 48 shots. So I, I would probably do some really shitty dis- self-disrespecting shit if but I he's was... Like, but yeah, and then he, it was just, it was strange. And obviously it's like the producers concocted this to like trigger him and like ruin things. But like, it just was, the it producers was, got evil. they got really <laughs> they evil. Just, and Mike is the really, last person they should be doing this to. They made Mike their sacrificial lamb. They did. I mean, this was like, and they were like, we're going to take him down for yeah. our own sick pleasure. Like do it to burn. Like don't do it to. Mike. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Mike is like all ready to like get his straight guy on and like try to fuck Sophie. Uh, I love also when when Parnas goes, they're crazy. They're Manchester people. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I love his like, he hates Manchester, but he also loves it. He's in, he's, he's kind of charmed by it. He is. Like he's um, like, it is so not me, but oh, I also love him. it. Yeah, but he's like, and he goes, he he was like, he goes, oh my god, it's like I can't even, I'm I'm shaking right now, I'm so like nervous, and I was like, whoa, 
He's starstruck. He's this is the, like the first time I've seen him starstruck. Parnos loves Jordy Shore the way I love Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, like it's I the guess same so. sort of like fandom. Yeah, where he's like, if someone tells me, they're like, "What's that?" and I'm like, "Vanderpump Rules, you fucking idiot." <laughs> Wait, can we also side note? Gaga was with Vanderpump at Tom Tom. She was. Yeah. When? Like last night. With Lisa Vanderpump? Yeah, they went on like a girls' date. Wow. She tweeted about it. I don't know how to feel about that. Like my immediate reaction is envy and jealousy. I know. But Gaga's like a a stan. Yeah. She's a she got huge her in the pod. <laughs> I'd love to have her on the pod. Can you imagine if I was like today's guest is Stephanie Germanata? I mean it would it would set the internet on fire. You'd have the biggest podcast in the world. In the world. Um, so, yeah. So, Mike is about to butch it up for Sophie and Nathan. And then we cut back to the grocery store kids. And <laughs> Janita, <laughs> Brent. Janita says one of the funniest lines ever. Because Brent <laughs> is just, like, talking about how he's, like, so excited to watch Sarah suffer. And, like, he's so happy to see her get, like, fucked over by Billy. And it's horrible. And Kyle is like, I'm so done with Brent. because he. He seems like he's getting off on other people suffering. And I was like, yeah, yeah that's it took you this long to figure this out. Long. Kyle's the <laughs> only one that has some sense in this crew. And yeah. they're driving home and Brent's like talking about how happy he is that all this is happening. And then Janita goes, why is it so hard for you guys to like get girls? And I just <laughs> thought that was the funniest thing. <laughs> she was amazing. She also had another good line where she was like, Talking about not being psyched to have to go grocery shopping. And she's like, I'd rather be in the club doing whatever it is I do best. (laughs) (laughs) And I don't think she even meant it to be like ironic and funny. No, it was just like, she doesn't even know what she does in the club. (laughs) She's like, like no one still knows. (laughs) (laughs) I might have like cholera. She's like, yeah, she's like, whatever we do, I'd like to be doing that. <laughs> and it's all, and all of them are talking about how hard they've worked. And I'm like, what the fuck? None of you have done shit. None of you have done anything. Also, I miss Jules. Like, I miss, I miss Mono so much. They had much. a flash of her, and I was so sad that Jill was gone. Jill was not there. <laughs> Lindsay has another lobster moment. Oh my god. Wait, also Brent was like totally manipulating Janita. Oh yeah. It was weird to see them like playfully getting along because I was like, oh, I thought you guys hated each other. Brent like gets in her shopping cart and she like pushes him around like a kid and it's like very unsettling and then Brent Janita was like, what the girl look like that Billy hooked? They also called hooking up which is like so so teenager. And And that was kind of funny when Brent held up that like bacon yeah, he was like he—he's just she so this. he's outra- so mean, outrageously mean that it's like almost appallingly funny because he's yeah. just like he's such a pig, and you're just like it's like one of those people that you just laugh out because you're so uncomfortable and you don't know what else to do. Yeah, you can't be like that's really disrespectful. Can you not? It's he's, like you're better you off laughing. You can't reason with him. Mm-mm. But he's—it's just such like middle school. I, I don't know. It's. He's gay. 
He's like a misogynistic gay man. Yeah. Yeah. She's fat. She's a fat. Like his his digs are just not like they're. I don't know. They're. So, Lindsay has a full. Lindsay brings back the lobster, as you said. Yeah, she goes and I think gets another lobster and then is like, instead of trying to save it and care about it, she's throwing it on people. <laughs> it's the most she bizarre ha- <laughs> moment. You hear like a, a Greek mandolin playing. And then mm-hmm. all of a sudden you see, you hear Lindsay go. <laughs> and then she runs up to like some hot gay in a cabana and she just like gently tosses a lobster on him. Yeah, it was Geordie Shore. No, it was it wasn't it was someone else. It was like a friend no, of Lindsay. It was Jordy, I think. No, it it was one of the people. Yeah, it was one no, of the people. I, th- I think it was just one of her random gays. It said some really? Lindsay, it said Lindsay's friend and like the the subtitle. Did I I I lost my mind. It went I've gone fully crazy. I think it was like, like one of her like that you know I've those broken like, from reality. You know her like posse of tweaked out American gays that are just like yeah. randomly with her. It was one of them and Lindsay just went <laughs> and she tossed one of the lobsters on him and he was like he goes, "I'm not afraid of the lobster. I just I I didn't know what it was on my skin." And Lindsay goes, "Ah, you were so afraid." <laughs> <laughs> this is her like she's leaning into her comedy again yeah. she was your reaction is the best thing i've ever seen <laughs> like, i wish you could see it it was so funny it's so funny and i know what's funny because i'm a stand-up comedian wait it's i feel like my mom when i watch a show like she watches something and fully sees it and then thinks something else has happened no i and it's, like, it's it was listen with this show like you can any assumption is like probably right, but this one I think was, I think it was just like one of her random gays. This show has made me question my own sanity. Maybe I could be totally wrong, but I'm pretty sure it was just like a, a fried looking gay guy, like cowering I, from her lobster. When we get off of this, when we stop recording, I'm going to go back. And if uh, it turns out that it was not Jordy Shore, I'm checking myself in. I'm, I'm driving myself will, to UCLA Psychiatric be, and 5115 be, myself. I will be, I will be calling Cedars. <laughs> I will be calling Someone's Cedars. Someone's going to have to come check me out. You're going to, when you get back from Miami, you're going to have to come pick me I'll up. Come, I'll come bail you out. <laughs> it's a, it's a dark. You'll like see me and I'll be like in the like the waiting room, like, hi. (laughs) You okay? Yeah. How how was everything? You good? (laughs) No, I I I mean I've I have mostly no idea what's going on, but that moment was just so bizarre to me that I was like fixated. It was visceral and you're also like spiritually connected to the lobsters. Yeah, but I love how she's like, I'm saving the lobsters, but meanwhile she's now like she's just using them as like a ploy for like a gag. She's like pranking people yeah. with a lobster. Her lobster. Just named lobster. She's killed like two lobsters Jeez. now so far. <laughs> I know, but like, do they just, are they just like rolling around a cabana with a lobster? And the way she no gingerly idea. approached him, it just made, it was so strange and she seemed really fucked up on something. She hid it behind her hat and then pulled it out and slapped him with it. But uh, did you love her? <laughs> she thought it was the funniest thing that's ever happened. 
If you, for Lindsay, if you ask her, hey, Lindsay, what's, what do you, how do you define comedy? She goes, ever seen lobster and trick someone into thinking lobster is scary? Trick lobster. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever heard of trick lobster? Trick lobster is a whole genre of comedy where you throw lobster at people, (laughs) unsuspecting people, and they scream. It is so funny. I go it around. I go around. Hilarious. I bring it into London and Russia. I always carry a lobster in my purse because I never know when the moment will come to utilize trick lobster comedy. And everyone's like, "What?" Also, can we talk about her purse? Because she was wearing an ins- a purse that is the Instagram icon. I mean, she I had like a purse on a chain. And then the actual purse part was just like, it was like an Instagram icon, but it was also like the, there was another app that kind of looked like Instagram, like the same thing where What's you up? could like, uh, no, it was like a filter. Like it was like in stacks or something like that, but it was like an app icon as a purse. I was like, she that purse the- made me more worried than anything else. She I was like, be, what the fuck? She would be like the, the spokesperson for like a bootleg Instagram. Yeah, like I went into Kill Bill mode when I saw that person. It's like, <laughs> like it really shook me to my core. <laughs> yeah, I just froze and stared at the TV. Maybe that's what threw you off with like if no, thinking that it was Dirty Shore. <laughs> that did fucking, it is what did me in. I fully bag. like I couldn't handle that purse. It was too much, <laughs> but. <laughs> Lindsay just carrying around a lobster to throw at people. It's, just, it's like, like exactly. They, they need to get like animal rights groups to like boycott Lindsay for her treatment yeah. of crustaceans. I want to like alert PETA to Lindsay's recent shenanigans. Me too. See what they have to say. Um. So that happens just, and that's just apropos of nothing. The producers just mm-hmm. threw that in because they're, they're now just completely fucking with Lindsay. Yeah. Um, Mike so then, starts flirting with everyone. Yeah. Sophie and Nathan arrive and it's like the best slow mo. They walk in and Lindsay and Sophie's like, Oh, I'm pretty thirsty. And Parnos is giddy. Parnos has never been so smiley in his life. He then, like introduces himself to them, but he also like can't hang around them too much, and no. he just stands back and smiles and looks at them. Nathan has ocean blue contacts in and is like wearing so much bronzer and makeup. And Sophie's like Sophie's like cute in like a, uh, a Manchester yeah, way. I like her. I like yeah. her. I don't I don't like her like anti bi preference, but she was cute. But I like her general vibe. Yeah. And so Mike comes over, he like basically butts in front of Alex and Ari and is like, I'm running the show. And he says, hi, my name is Lance. And yeah, the- which is like, why are you lying? <laughs> I feel like also, was- that's like a gayer name than Mike. He was having like a breakdown. I- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The moment you've changed your name and are introducing <laughs> yourself to someone as another name is like. That's a moment when you've gone over the mental cliff. And you could see Panos clocking this, but he was too starstruck, so he like didn't want to like be like, Mike, that's not your fucking name. So he was he got yeah. really awkward and I you could tell it was like worrisome to everyone. 
<laughs> everyone made eye contact with everyone else. Yeah. But, but the, Lance <laughs> was on his own journey. <laughs> when Mike did that, I was like, we're in for some trouble. <laughs> I was like, things are not There's going to no end well no turning back. No. So he's like, was like already getting slow like cringe He makes too. them all take shots. Yeah. Parnos takes a shot. And they're like ready to go. They're ready to go. And then Lindsay and Parnos drive off. They start like arm dancing with each other and arm dance into the car, turn on music, and then just like arm dance and drive off to Lindsay's villa. Yeah, it was that whole montage was deeply weird. They were rolling. Yeah. And they Parnos peaked in the villa. Well, first we got to see like Lindsay's villa from the front and it looked like uh, like a banquet hall in Long Island or something like Vincennes, like La Piazza banquet hall or something with mm-hmm. like, or like, like a Greek banquet hall with like statues and there were security guards outside. And it was so weird. It was so weird. And then they sat in the villa. You would think like if they're going to have a meeting in a villa that like the villa would be open and airy. Maybe they'd sit on a deck overlooking the ocean or something nice. They sat with the curtains drawn. It was dark in there. And then just chain smoked cigarettes inside. And Lindsay is sitting in like a weird angle where her head is turned one way and her body's positioned the other way. I think to like show yeah. her outfit or like it's like a good angle for her. Yeah. But it was the the angling was so bizarre and I it felt like they were rolling. Yeah, I think they were because nothing they said was making sense. Like they're trying to decide who is staying and who's going and everything that they've said before now they're disagreeing or like contradicting themselves. Yeah. She's like, and Lindsay's like, yeah, I know it's so good. And Lindsay also says that she's not, she's not a fan of Sarah, which I was like, okay, this is the one thing I agree with Lindsay. on. Yeah. We're on the same page there. She's also like, she's like, Brent is my best earner, but he disrespects women. I was like, Oh, now you care. Yeah. She goes, okay. Yeah. And she's just, she's like, May doesn't, has no personality. Alex is cute, but kind of boring. Like, they're just really trolling these people. Yeah. But it's like, let's talk about what work they're doing because, like, what are you, but like, they don't even know what they're trying to do. No, they're all on the same page at this point. Yeah. They're like, let's just get fucked up and like, we have to have a conversation. So we're going to like make up some words to say to each other. Also, it, behind Lindsay were a full array of full, like, huge champagne bottles. Suitcases. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, like, Away three <laughs> suitcases. Yeah. Like, huge-sized checked baggage. Like, all packed up and ready to go. <laughs> she always has a suitcase packed ready for Dubai. Yeah. Those are her Dubai suitcases. But there's a full, like bar behind her at this one table and i I just it just baffled like i know she has people over that drink but it just i guess we're just totally like she's just fully drinking yeah (laughs) i think she's always has been and it's just like i guess like not as bad as before or something or no one we're not as like clued into her whereabouts and what she's doing so she can just keep it more (laughs) low-key It's just funny to me that she's not even hiding it anymore. No, yeah. I just, I love her, like, method of, like, some people get sober 
or some people bottom out or some people just like move to Europe so that they can just continue getting fucked up without <laughs> the prying eyes of like everyone else. In like a weird unfurnished villa that's like cold and empty. Yeah. I also just am shook by them sitting in the dark smoking <laughs> cigarettes indoors. I think they were like a, a smoking cigs inside is wild. I think they were like the sunlight was like not matching with their role. Yeah. Um so we cut back and Mike Mike is really coming on to Sophie and he mm-hmm. he like makes out with her and you can tell that she's kind of uncomfortable with it. Yeah, that was not the move. Like he makes out with her and and Sophie seems kind of put off by it. Yeah. I, I thought she seemed thrown, but she's going to like roll with it. But it was also like, that was inappropriate. Yeah. Like she was like, I'm not going to blow his cover, but she was not cool with it. And yeah. And then the bad thing happened. Well, first Sarah, Billy tells oh, Sarah, Sarah and Billy break up. <laughs> Sarah and Billy are done. <laughs> Billy says, I'm asking you to remember the days, plural, we had together. Yeah. I'm like, if you have to say, remember the days we had together to someone, you shouldn't be together. But they've only had one day together. (laughs) Remember the day that we had together. Remember the day we had together yesterday. Remember what yesterday was like before you break up with me. And Sarah's just kind of like, you know, whatever. She's like weird. She's more chill about it than I think everyone was expecting. Yeah. But she goes over to Sophie and tells her and Sophie's like, you know, that was kind of fucked up. What he did. Sarah's always loving to tell a VIP client her business. And Sarah's like, exactly. And then you're like, okay, you were not chill. You were. No, you just want more attention for your boy drama. Like these people don't know you and they don't know Billy. Yeah, and they don't know like they like, don't they don't know how long you've been there, like they don't know anything. So they're just gonna They don't really wanna know. No. So then things get a little messy. Mike is Mike takes, he's taken too many shots. They literally do take forty five shots. Yeah, and those Geordie Shore people don't even seem drunk. No. That's the craziest thing <laughs> to me is people that can take if I took two shots, I'd be plastered. I'd be on the floor. No, these are people who've been drinking since they were like six. And they can take 15 shots and feel nothing. Yeah. They're just like, okay, I'm gonna, I am gonna, gotta go. I'll they're, see you guys later. They're just like day drinking. But yeah. Mike, Mike is blackout. And yeah. Alex is like, Mike is hogging all the attention. Like Mike, Alex really wanted a moment with the majority short people. Yeah. And Mike gets so drunk that he, proceeds to take his they want to go swimming the jersey shore people and they're like we don't have suits and mike says well take mine and he takes his shorts off and is like fully nude from the waist down in front of the whole beach club yeah and is like not even trying to be low-key about it like he's just cupping his dick and balls and then like walking around the club and he he sticks bread in his ass then he eats it. <laughs> it was a really misguided it was just, moment for it him. Was, it was really like sad gay clown moment. Mm-hmm. And, and Sarah says, this isn't the Abbey Mike. And I was like, fuck you, Sarah. 
Yeah, fuck off, Sarah. Fuck you with your lathe. What did the hideaway or wherever she works? Yeah, who even knows? Fuck her. Where does she work? It, like everywhere she works has been shut down. Yeah, this isn't the Abbey, faggot. That's basically what she. I was like, that's what you want to say. Yeah. Stop being such a gay. So gross. Mike also just like has not been allowed to go anywhere gay this entire time. Yeah. Like he, every club they've been at has been like straight central, like also, bratty. Exactly. And if he wants to stick bread up his ass while like walking around naked, like he's having a mental breakdown, let him do it. Yeah. You should maybe like throw him a towel. How about that? Yeah, and no like one- be like, hey man, like cover everyone just lets him like hang himself. Yeah. Sophie and Nathan are like, oh, it might. What's going on? <laughs> they're like, eat the bread. And he's like, yum. And they're like, oh, oh that's mad. You're mad. Yeah, and everyone's like, he's taking, Alex is like, he's taking it too far. I'm like, well, give him a fucking blanket or something. Yeah, or like someone give them his pants. He's like, clearly blackout. Help out. him out. Yeah, he does not know what he's doing. Instead, Sarah like covertly gay shamed him and everyone just like complained about how messy he was. Yeah. And then a manager comes over and he confirms a theory that you had, Lara, that it's a public beach. It's a public beach with children around. But he he goes, you have to put your your pants on. There's kids everywhere. He goes, it's a public beach. And I was like, oh, my God, this club is like probably not legal. Or it's just like the club... I don't know. It's really, I was wondering what the setup is then. Like, do you just, you pay for a chair, but you could just lay on the sand if you wanted to? I guess so. Or like they, they rent space. It's shifty. It just felt like if you have a beach club, it, it should be private. Like if you, it's like the Soho house or something in like Miami. Yeah. They have like a, beach where you only get to be like in that beach zone. I don't know. But I was also scared of George because if George, he's like this manager. Also, when they're like the manager who's never interacted with us before. And it's like, why haven't you interacted with this manager? Like you guys are working at this club. Yeah. The, he probably is like, who the fuck are these people? Yeah. But it was, that just made me like, what is this whole racket going on? And it made me, it confirmed to me that the possibility that, Malaysia 370 is actually under beach club. Yeah. George is the gatekeeper. Yeah. So then they go, they cut back to Lindsay's villa and they get a call from George who's complaining about the nude incident. And Lindsay, (laughs) (laughs) Parna says like, (laughs) what are you talking about in Greece? And then Lindsay just repeats him, but it's like off. It's like incorrect. She's like making fun of him because I don't think she speaks Greek. <laughs> Parnas was like, he's like, and then Lindsay goes, and then Parnas like made a face at her to like shut up, like motioned at her to like stop talking. Yeah, Parnas is like, he's because the guy speaks Greek, so he's Parnas in his mother mother tongue says, "What's what's going on? What's why are you all stressed?" And then Lindsay goes. But like trolls them. <laughs> like they are fucked up right now. Also, there's a shot of Lindsay's villa in the in the Grecian sunset, and you you see off screen you hear her go, "Oh Jesus Christmas!" 
<laughs> Jesus Christmas. Jesus Christmas. <laughs> yes. And then like she's out of it. She's fully gone. <laughs> They're also when they get Paris gets off the phone and he's like, Oh, bad news, like Mike is uh, taking his pants off, and then Lindsay was like, "See, I see. That's what I tell you. I am done." And it's like, "What? Were you, that's not what you were even talking about." She's like starting conversations that weren't even started. Yeah, she's like, "Pack his bags. Tell him to go. He's done. Tell him to go. That's what I'm talking about. He's done." And then she goes, "Cause this won't even look bad for you, Paros, because no one gives a shit about you. <laughs> this will be about me." And Paros is like, "Okay, bitch." Yeah, like, get over yourself. You think this guy taking his pants off at your club is what's going to make you look bad? Honey, get a grip. But you're, you're, You've been looking bad. You're so right, though. Like, Lindsay off screen, like, mocking him speaking Greek is, like, on the bed, just <laughs> fucked up out of her mind. It's like four, it's like six p.m. I love you. It's like, it's like, hello, how are you? And she's like, hello, how are you? <laughs> like, it's like, Lindsay, come on. She's on another level. She really is. Will there be, will Mykonos Beach Club be back? I don't know. Well, so Next summer. I don't know if Lindsay can handle it. The producers all... They're going to have to move Malaysia Flight 370 to a different beach location. Wait, now I just can't. Now I'm just... <laughs> fixated on the idea of Lindsay and Parnos on drugs in her villa with like the sunlight coming in to their through their windows and Lindsay just mocking mocking Parnos for speaking Greek. Yeah. That's all she was doing. They were not like <laughs> they're trying to have a conversation. Can you imagine with this camera crew around they're like just have a conversation for like 10 minutes about which ambassadors you want to stay and which you want to leave. Okay, go. And then they just have like a nonsensical conversation and Parnos gets a phone call and Lindsay mocks him for speaking Greek. Caddy calling from the corner. <laughs> anyway. So, th- cool. so they get back to the house and Billy had sent Sarah roses to like make up for it. And Janita immediately Sarah's like, we're dating again. <laughs> yeah. But also Billy's note, he just goes, I'm sorry. Billy. It was like, no. It was like, sorry, I can't. Please forgive me. Don't hate me. It was like, it was like the note. Yeah. The post-it note. Sarah, I'm sorry. I can't. From Billy. Um, and that Janita's like, oh, those flowers are so sweet. It's like, no, they're no, not. I don't encourage her. What? <laughs> don't encourage. And Sarah's her. like, Sarah's like, we're dating. Oh my god. So Billy, Billy is being insane. And then Sarah starts crying. She's like, I just can't handle this. She's like, all I've been known for this summer is my boy drama, and that's not who I am. I haven't had any one-on-one time with Lindsay. I'm like, well, that's your fault. And also, like, no one has. No one. Except for Parnos and like May and Brent and And Kayla, who's dead. (laughs) You're like, do you smell that smell of rotting flesh under the cabana of the Geordie Shore people? That's Kayla's body being eaten by meat bees, the aka the last person. (laughs) Oh yeah, Kayla, remember her? The only one who's had a truly meaningful one-on-one is. 
<laughs> is May. When Lindsay, like, grabbed her and took her to the bathroom with her. <laughs> May had lived a thousand lives with Lindsay. May, by the way, is out of her, off her rocker at this point. She's totally done. She's found her voice, and she's using it. And she's just, like, smiling and speaking freely. Because she's realized now that nothing matters, so she can just <laughs> say and do whatever she wants. And so she can, like, make jokes and there's no stakes. Like, she can't get fired. Like, whatever happens, happens. So May is feeling free, and I hate when May feels free. <laughs> well, so- I'm mad at May that Jules is gone and May is still Me too. here. We'll never forgive May. I'll never, I'm going to hold this grudge against her for the rest of my life. But Sarah is like legit crying and she's like, I've worked so hard this summer and I'm so tired. And I was like, what have you done? What have any of you done? She goes, it's so hard to be me. Yeah. Basically. It's so hard. Sarah's having a rough go of it. You can tell at that point, Janita's kind of like, okay. (laughs) Yeah. Let's let's not jump the shark. Janita had to live with Lindsay in her villa for like one night. It was off camera. Janina's like, (laughs) Sarah, if you think this is hard, try living with her for a night. Yeah. Janina's like, you have no idea the horrors I've seen. I was kidnapped and forced to go to her villa and like with a bag over my head. (laughs) And I saw things that I can't ever repeat, nor do I want to. Are you there? Janina's protected forever. Yeah. I'm just terrified. Um, and then Sarah goes and cries to Brent about it. Brent's like, Brent's yeah. Like, go and they have a weird conversation. Brent's like, want to go outside? And Sarah's like, sure. And then they start talking, and Brent's like, all I want is for you to be happy. Like, completely <laughs> insane. Like, an insane person. Yeah. He's flipped his thing. He's like, I love you. He's like, you know, I love you. You know, I love you. Sarah- I care about you. I just, like, want you to be happy and good. And Sarah's like, and it's like, what? Sarah's like, mm, I don't think you love me. <laughs> she goes i was in love with you i fell in love with you remember that did you know that like what are you guys talking about and brent's like we hopefully you know we can you know i'm always here after we leave here like you can always call me and sarah's like yeah i just i I don't want to get pulled back into your trap again basically which was like smart then, yeah, like, thank God she had a little bit of sense. And Brent goes, okay, I love you. I'm like, what? You guys are... Nothing makes uh, sense. So then, they're back at the house. Everyone, they've cooked... When they walk in the house, well, when all the people from the club, like, walk in the house, someone goes, oh my God, it smells like dog shit in here. <laughs> <laughs> they've cooked, like, risotto and what else? Like, fish or... Asparagus. asparagus and they've cooked like a big meal and sophie and nathan are supposed to arrive when the, the people get back and they don't come for another two hours so by the time they come so the risotto just goes bad goes bad and they walk in and gabby is pissed gabby's like i fucking yeah slaved away for these motherfuckers and they come in and they look at the risotto and they go oh what's that shit sophie goes it looks like the discharge from my puss <laughs> Sophie's obsessed with discharge. <laughs> she is. I mean, the risotto does look horrible, but like, that's. It didn't look like that, really. It looked like cottage cheese. And, and this is 
Which is also gross. This was the one time where I, like, was kind of on Brent's side. When he, Brent, like, just flat out calls them out for being late. And he's yeah, like, you guys, like, trolls them. Guys, which I was kind of loving. And he's like, you guys are assholes for being late. He just says it. And he's sitting right next to them. And he's like, you guys are terrible. Like, we cooked food for you all day. And fuck you. And then everyone's like, God, Brent, shut up. Don't piss them off. <laughs> But I think they like it. I don't think they can get... Yeah, they love it. They like it when you get sassy <laughs> with them. Remember when Sophie goes for like a tour around the villa and she's like, is this your room? She goes to Mike, is this your bed? I'm going to rub my piss on your sheets. And then just rubs the sheets on her vagina. <laughs> Mike is also... I was like, that's a power move. Mike is also like, he's unable to speak because he's so... He's like post-blackout. And he's unable mm-hmm. to speak, and he's in a shame spiral, and he's just like, what did I do? Yeah, he's really going through it. He doesn't really say anything for the rest of the episode. Yeah, it's like really until... dark. Yeah, it was just too sad. So the producers took it too far. Did. So they're all at dinner, and uh, they ask May what her deal is, and she just goes, I cry. <laughs> Sophia Brenko. Well, don't do that. She love. tried to turn it. Don't do that, love. Don't make a cry and you sing. <laughs> you see a montage of all the times. May's all cried. the times May's cried, and you realize that we have even not seen as an audience all the times that May's cried. Like there have been even more than we ever thought possible, and she just cries all the time. And then we got the flashback to like Lindsay and her whatever happened to Baby Jane look, and. May like weeping with a lotus flower tattoo in full sight. Yeah. May also tells Nathan and Sophie that Brent doesn't respect women, which I thought was like, oh my god. Yeah, that was a wild one. Brent's like, what did they say to that? They were like, oh, you don't. Yeah, everyone's like, oh. (laughs) Brent's like, ah, whatever. Kyle's like, let's say grace. Come on, let's just say grace. I was like, you're beyond grace at this point. Grace is not going to save the you. The Lord's prayer does, will not save you. <laughs> no. You need to go like fully in a bath of holy water. The law of you. And then Brent and Nathan go off to, in the corner and like talk emo to each other. And they're like totally like want to fuck each other. Yeah, they bonded in a way that... I was unclear on. But Nathan actually sounded like a nice guy once he was like being normal. And he basically, he was yeah. like, Brent, just be yourself. Like, he's like, the guy I'm talking to right now is more vulnerable and like down to earth. He's like, show that to the, to your roommates. Like, stop trying to put on air. Oh, so Nathan was gay. I don't know. I just don't understand. I should have put Maybe my you- subtitles on because literally when he talked, I just, I couldn't, I didn't know anything. I mean, maybe, I don't know. Let me Google really fast. But I also like, yeah, I don't know why I didn't like help myself with a subtitle moment. I think I just get so fascinated when someone is speaking English, the Lord's English, and it, I still can't understand. Oh, it. he is gay. I love that. So he was just telling Brent to like, it was great, like life advice. He was like, basically, I think in like a wink and a nod, he was like, come out of the closet. <sighs> that was Brent is going to be <clears throat> gay. God, I hope so. Someday. I hope so for himself. Remember and the, what Sarah said? He's gay. For the sake of himself and everyone around him. Yeah. What if someday we end up at like 
a pool party in Vegas or at a party in Vegas. And there is just like one <laughs> gay man holding court. Everyone's gathered around hanging on his every word. And we inch closer and closer and realize it's Brent. No, what if it's, it's burnt. Take that to the next level. And what if it's, it's like lights go down and then it becomes a full Mercutio from Romeo plus Juliet singing like young hot. Yes. Brent. It's Brent in drag. In platinum wig. Mm-hmm. And we're just, and, but with the facial hair still, and we just look at each other I liked and that just look. like throw our hands to the sky and like cried out for in happiness. Cause we're just so happy for him. Yeah. We do the Lindsay and Parnos like arm dancing move. Yeah. We just get in a Mini Cooper and drive off because our work here is done. <laughs> we drive off into the Nevada <laughs> desert. Yeah. And immediately crash our car into it. <laughs> <laughs> Young hearts. Run, Run free. free. Never <laughs> be caught up. Caught like my man and me. So then. You hear Sarah go, this isn't the Abbey, Brent. And then we drive over Sarah. <laughs> yeah. I just pull out a knife and like stab her quickly. Like just go <laughs> like five times into her back. We're kidding. We're kidding. <laughs> I'm joke. I kid. I kid. I kid. I'm like Lindsay with lobster. Come on. So the next morning, Hannah comes in and I was like, oh, this is going to be the end. Like, this is it. They're all in their whites. Yeah. He tells, they sit down and. Janita isn't wearing extensions in her hair and her hair is just like her normal <laughs> gorgeous hair. And, and Parnas mm-hmm. goes, where are your extensions, Janita? And then he goes, and she's like, I took like them out. Took them out. You can all put them back <laughs> in when you take me to the next island. And then, and then Parnas like glares at her and goes, okay, we're, we're going to move on from that. And I'm like, oh my God. So, but nothing makes racist. sense because even. Even when he said, yeah, very racist and like problematic <laughs> to like question to her like natural hair. First of all, Janita is yeah. the most beautiful woman on this show. So she can pretty much look however the fuck she wants and still be like a knockout. And then Pardos is yeah. like, I mean, it was, it made me so uncomfortable. It was bad. Like he needs to get the memo. So then he, and then, but even in the beginning of the episode, when he's like, Lindsay and I will sit down at dinner with you with four envelopes of who will be continuing the brand. He goes, but just so you know, my mind can change at any minute. So it's like, you're not, nothing means anything then. It's true. He also says at one point, he's like, we have, uh, he goes, we have many positions that we think many of you could be qualified for. And he goes, even you may. (laughs) (laughs) because <laughs> you've actually done a good job may and may and gives her like a shred of hope may smiles like she's never smiled before even you may i was like okay <laughs> god poor, poor may. may um and then but also she brought this on herself he's like so i have uh our task for today he goes new via new clients they're super VIP. He goes, you know, I've just only become friends with them, but I feel like I've gotten to know them really well. Here are their pictures. He pulls a prank on them and gives them their own pictures. So for the day, the entire staff is going to be pampered. 
Yeah. Which was... Except for... I mean, I have to say that was kind of a cute thing. That was cute, and it was heartwarming. And Parnos, I like when he pulls, like, a silly... When he goes, like, leans into being a silly Billy. Because Parnos, like, has a heart. He does. I mean, I'm gonna... (laughs) What I think he said to Janito, like, kind of almost ruined this moment for me. (laughs) But it... I think it was cute what he did. Yeah. And then everyone. Then he tried to like be cute and reward them. And everyone's so excited. But of course. They're so happy. And then Mike's like, wait, I don't see my photo. My picture isn't on here. And Panos goes, oh, and as for you, Mike, you fucked up yesterday and you have to pack your bags and leave right now. Yeah. And it's like fucking hard. The last 30 seconds of the show. Yeah. Mike was humiliated by the producer. And I guess, like, Mike is going to get kicked out and not even get to be in the finale. Yeah. I didn't see him. Also, it's like, aren't the planes, like, booked for everyone to leave at this point? Who knows? There's a, apparently, they're leaving that night. Yeah. I guess so. so I have no so idea. they like, going to party all day and then leave at night? And, like, have a dinner with envelopes with Lindsay before they, like, get on a bus to go fly home. But it was that, like, it was, like, whiplash. Yeah. I felt so bad for him. I didn't see that coming, but I felt really bad for him. Because that's, like, incredibly humiliating. That's all he wants. He's probably the most, like, earnest in, in terms of wanting this the most and he was like so excited about this and then for this to happen was just so brutal yeah mike didn't deserve this who he didn't they did him dirty who do you think is gonna go on with the lohan brand well Lindsay said she liked gabby after everything gabby i think, be, I think ari could go I think on it'll be gabby janita brent Ari and maybe like Billy or Sarah. But I don't think Sarah's going to get it. Yeah. Lindsay's annoyed by her. No, I don't think Sarah's going to get it because she's like too much drama. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be Ari, Gabby, Janita, and Brent. Okay. So the show has not been renewed for a second season. Right? It is on Russia today. <laughs> it is on Russia today. God. Lindsay Lohan Beach Club. I'm just so exhausted by the show. Yeah, I feel like I just need to take like me time just to process everything that happened. And also go back and figure out who was in the lobster scene and just like get my head on straight. We did it together, though. We made it through. Yeah. We made it through. There's one week left. Hang in there with us. For the final episode, we'll be in the flesh together to celebrate. Guys, just hang in there with us, and next week we'll be <laughs> we'll be back together. Our powers will be stronger when we're together, and we can unite to talk about everything, and it'll be more cohesive. <laughs> It would be more cohesive, but we did good. We did well for being 3,000 miles away from each other. 
but we did well. We're on opposite coasts. I love. I'm liking the ASMR level of like the crinkly I'm chips. Sorry, bag. I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry. You gotta eat. It's exhausting, no, I, and I you was, know what? It was actually it's dinner I was time. Skittles. Oh, I'm love. Sorry. I hope, Taste I the hope rainbow. Obnoxious for everyone. No, I I was into it. Um, but yeah, just you know, we're back for one more episode, and I know that you, you know, everyone who's listening obviously feels attached to the show to Lindsay in some way. So let's just get through for her. Yeah, we all owe it to ourselves to go on this journey with her. All right. So until next wait. week, we bid you farewell. We await with tell us about to see the fate of Mike. Yes, and tell us any mafia stories. Tell us, please. And tell me where to go and where to move to in New Jersey. Yeah. Because I'm ready. Best places in New Jersey, mob stories, and... uh, Pray for us. us. See you next week. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Want truly hydrated skin? Medocia's Body Care Breakthrough Hyaluronic Body Serum. It's clinically proven to increase hydration by 161%. It's lightweight, fast-absorbing, and delivers 24 hours of hydration for silky smooth skin without any sticky afterfeel. Treat your skin to clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order with code SUMMER at OseaMalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A Malibu.com code SUMMER. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.